What's going on, everybody? Today is Wednesday. It's February 22nd. And as you know, we are in the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Big smile on my face today. I will tell you guys, um, after I had my whole mental breakdown last week, <laughs> um, everybody has wanted to like support and help. So I appreciate everybody. And what I always say to you is uh, the first and best thing you can do, man, is support our sponsors. If you're planning on playing blackjack or poker or table games, the place to go is Seven Mile Casino. Look, there's lots of big casinos in San Diego County. You got to schlep all the way out east to get there. But there are a lot of great places. They've built mega hotels. They've got 10,000 slot machines. They've got 25 different restaurants. That's awesome. But if you just want to go to a very convenient location, seven minutes south of downtown San Diego, completely smoke-free so you don't gag when you walk in the place, and has a great restaurant, Sammy's Woodfire Pizza, Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, all right there, seven minutes south of downtown, forget it, man. This is the place to go. Seven Mile Casino. The website is sevenmilecasino.com. You know what to do. Um, you got any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER, but this is the place to go. All right. Hey, um, where's the place to get your weed? That is simple. It's Tory Holistics and California Holistics. Tory is in Sorrento Valley. California is down in Chula Vista. Use our promo code FLOWERS23. You save 20%. You go to the grocery store at Vaughn's, you get a receipt after you're done with your purchase and you look on the back and it might say 10% savings at Tory Holistics. We, the great friends, we get 20%. And they love us because I guess everybody goes there and buys their weed. Flowers 23, 20% savings, Tory Holistics, California Holistics. All right. Um, Penske San Diego. You're thinking about a new car, buying or leasing, trying to figure it out. PenskeSanDiego.com is the place to go. 12 dealerships, nine brands, a thousand vehicles right now, ready for you. Penske San Diego, PenskeSanDiego.com. And I thrive. Oh man, I told the story yesterday about my buddy's wife down in Cabo looking lean and ripped. And I said, what are you doing? And she's like, the shot. Semi-glutide. This is what Alex is on. Alex has lost almost 40 pounds, 39 pounds. So you save $200 a month for the first three months. Why would you not try this? I thrive MD, 858-240-1497. Dr. Damani likes to hear the phone number. And uh, I just go to our website, kaplanandcrew.com, and, uh, and, and click on it. You'll learn all about it. Hey, and uh, I want to just thank everybody one more time. I've already had mine today. But my Athletic Greens right here, the Athletic Greens, when you buy through us, you get the five free travel packs, which is great. I wish I had I got a brand new bottle of vitamin D also. Um, the vitamin D is important too. You get the bottle, you get the canister, you put it in the fridge, you shake it up once a day, costs you less than a cup of coffee and does a whole lot of good stuff for your body. 75 minerals, vitamins, nutrients, probiotics, you're going to get clarity of mind, you're going to get you know sustained energy. Just try it. Go to athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. That's our, our promo code, and that's how you, you get all the built-in discounts. All right, listen, let's get to it. We got a lot to get to today. Let's roll. Yo, yo, yo. Kaplan and crew, great friends. Welcome. Chatlins, everybody, welcome. This is Kaplan and Crew. I'm Alex Padilla. Alongside the crew, John Browner, Jason Lawhead, we are with you guys on this wet, cold, rainy, windy, miserable Thursday in San Diego County. I have seen videos of the snow coming down on the 8 freeway over by Sunrise Highway. If you are driving, please be safe. We all know us San Diego drivers. Anytime there's any sort of moisture in the air, we stink. We're awful. We are terrible drivers, so please be careful, slow down, don't be in a hurry, and get to where you're going safely. If you are at home, stay warm, because guess what my wife just did? She put the freaking heater on, man, for the first time, not the first time, but the first time in a long time. The heater is on 
in the Padilla household. But anyways, we are brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just minutes away from downtown San Diego. Seven Mile Casino, all your favorite table games. And now the Sammy's Restaurant and Bar, a full bar, so you can get yourself an espresso martini. Play all your favorite table games at Seven Mile Casino. Visit them, sevenmilecasino.com. And remember, if you have any sort of issues or problems, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Fellas, Jason, once again, Yo. the ace from the bullpen. How you guys doing today? Good man, yeah. My arms been getting tired yeah. lately. Uh, getting getting overworked. Yeah. It's been uh, it's been here. You're like Jace Tingler and me over yeah, here. Um, doing we're good. Giving man. you doing like good. forty always, rush always attempts as a backup yeah. running back. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, exactly. I'm doing some Frank Gore work yeah. right now. So, um, but uh, doing good. Always, always a pleasure sitting in with you guys. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's cold. Yeah. So I got my hoodie. My, I mean, it's. I saw hail this morning out here where we're at. So uh, that was a first I'd seen in Southern California was hail. Um, and Do you guys know Browner? I don't know if you've ever heard of this. You're from Chicago, Brown, uh, Jason. You're from the Midwest, like. Is it the Cleveland. Midwest, Cleveland? Is that yep, Cleveland. So yeah, you guys are used to snow. You guys are used to crappy weather. Do you guys know that downtown LA, downtown Los Angeles, is projected to get some snow for the maybe for really? The I, it's a very minimal amount. Like you won't probably see it on the ground. It won't stick on the ground. But downtown Los Angeles is projected to get snow. If I'm wow. downtown LA and I hear it's going to be snowing, I'm going out in it. I'm oh, going yeah. out in it. Oh, yeah. See what the beauty of snow, right? The beauty of snow is when it first falls. That's when it's awesome. That's mm -hmm. when it's fun. That's when you yep. can run around and have a good time with it. When you're on day four of the snow and it hasn't necessarily <laughs> stopped. And now it's like and now slush it's also, on the road. And oh, no, uh, no, oh, it's also now 10 degrees. Oh, yeah. yeah and yeah. there's snow everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now you be now you hate it. Now yeah. do that like every It'll other week for two months. Worse than slush, and Browner will know this is, is when it, it gets colder after the snow. So yes. the snow snows nice and soft at like 25 mm -hmm. degrees. You have a couple of nice days. And then the cold temperatures hit. And that actually just turns into rugged, rigid ice. Mm -hmm. And there is no, there is no slush um, piles or, or, or puddles. It, it's... It's just ice. chunks of ice. Mm -hmm. Sidewalks are ice. Steps going up to a place. The handle. It's ice. Pure ice. Ice that sometimes these spags of salt can't even cut or keep up mm -hmm. with because then the overnight temperatures plunge so bad again. You wake up and it's just more layers of ice. It's yeah. unbelievable. I have been... The coldest weather I've ever been was the Super Bowl in Minneapolis. It what it did not snow the entire time we were there, but it had already snowed when we got there. So I know exactly what you guys are talking about because it was yeah. miserable. The lowest temperature it got in that week was negative 16 degrees. And we took a shuttle from the media hotel to the Mall of America, which is where they put Radio Row that year. And we would get dropped off at the shuttle, like the bus stops, which was in the shade. The entrance to the Mall of America was in the sun. And when I tell you that my face felt like a million cats were scratching it, I am not exaggerating. Mm -hmm. In the shade, my face felt pain. I literally ran my fat ass to the sun to get out of the shade because it hurt 
Like my face hurt. I've never experienced that since that day. And it was only the one day, but it was insane how cold it was. Insane. Snow ain't no dead. Listen, man, the snow is very cute. Snow's cute. (laughs) Cold is not. Cold's nobody's friend. Right. At all. Zero, none, nada. When you guys. Snow's cute where it belongs. Like at resorts, ski resorts, places you can have fun in the snow. The mountains. Right. Not, not, yeah, not. The the west side of Cleveland or the south side of Chicago. No, we don't. Snow ain't fun. So I didn't uh-huh. know this until last year because I am on TikTok and TikTok. There's a TikTok about everything. So last winter when it got cold, I didn't know this, but this is a California thing. And correct me if I'm wrong, but when Californians visit a place where there is snow, we say, "Hey, I'm going to the snow." Mm-hmm. that's how i address like if i go to laguna mountain lodge down the eight on sunrise highway this weekend i would tell my friends my family oh i'm going to the snow and every california would understand that i'm just going to a place where there happens to be snow is that a thing that you guys noticed like coming from places that it snows like that californians when you moved out here that we say i'm going to the snow no well, we I got it confused because that's code word back in the midwest right. for, I'm for going something to else coke. okay yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like that's yeah. not code word here at least from my understanding like whole, there's a whole different kind of snowball yeah. there's, a mil- <laughs> yeah. there's like you know there's t- tons of places you can go in california where you don't have to go snowboarding you don't have to go skiing you're just going to you have a trash can lid and you're going to go slide down a mountain with your kids and or you have a sled and you're going to go to the snow so this weekend i guarantee you there will be tons of californians saying I'm going to. Oh this yeah, time. I never heard that, but now that I have, I'll uh, keep I'll an ear out for, for it. Keep an ear out for it because I'm. But that could also mean just staying in California too. Like, hey, I'm going to Big Bear, or I'm going yeah. to you know one. But of I the feel other like when stories. people go to Big Bear, like, people go to, to Mammoth, snow. people go to Lake Tahoe, they say I'm going to Big Bear, or I'm going to yeah, I'm going I to Mammoth because right. I, I love Tahoe. Tahoe. I, lo- I love Tahoe. But like, if you place. go, like, have you guys ever been to like the Laguna Mountain area off the eight in the Sunrise Highway? Very nice. It's super, no. super nice. And when it when it does get snow, when the when the, the snow level drops enough, which today I promise you, if you're driving to the Imperial Valley, if you're driving to Arizona, you will be driving through snow today. Um they get a solid amount of snow up there, and you could just take your family and have a fun day in the snow. See, me, hmm. me personally, I never want to see, see snow again. Snow? See, I I never want to see snow again. So I'm yeah. happy for people who get to yeah. go to it and yeah. enjoy it and be like, oh, my God, this is so fun for kids to see it the first time. It's a beautiful sight. I don't ever want to see another drop of snow as long as I live. I'm OK. I, I, I'm i OK. I've survived many, uh, many a lakefront chills. I'm good. Uh, I'm good, mm-hmm. man. You've never That's... you've never had your soul snatched until you felt the wind come off the Lake Michigan. Never. <laughs> I've I'm had good. it. No, when I went to Chicago last year, I felt that, but it wasn't that 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 cold. And I know Chicago gets stupid cold. Let it dip. Let it dip on you. Let it dip. Let that wind come yeah. around one of them corners downtown. Blow your hat off. Oh yeah. Cleveland is actually measured as windier. You know, the windy Could city be. is is because of the p- political reference of the windbaggers. The guy, right? It's not really. No, Cleveland's no, no. scientifically a, a windier lakefront than, there, than Chicago. There are many windier places off the lake than Chicago, but but it's of, still blustering and brutal. There's no doubt. Correct. 
So today is day one, I believe, of like three days in a row, maybe four days in a row of San Diego County getting a bunch of rain. Uh, I walked the dog this morning. Shout out to a dude that drives a Volvo, a black Volvo, very nice looking black Volvo. Uh, in the in the pouring rain, rolled his window down and said, shout out. I had, and it just pointed at me as I'm walking my dog <laughs> in the pouring rain. Didn't catch it. Like he literally was at a stop sign. He recognized me or my dog from the back and. I just hear shout out and it's a dude in the Volvo and I'm like, yo, shout out. I'm wet. I'm cold. What's up, dude? So I don't know who you are, but if you watch today, I saw you. Shout out to you, my friend, and your black Volvo. I think it was a Volvo. Big ups. Nice. Big ups. Dude, it was freezing this morning. Like my dog, I've never heard my dog complain about being outside before. She was like moaning the whole time. And I'm like, well, handle your business. We'll go back inside as soon as you go. As soon as you do what you got to do, I'm running back inside. Dude, I was drenched this morning, but we'll deal. Staying inside the rest of the day pretty much so jason you are filling in at a very good time because you have uh -huh. a big weekend this weekend yeah. in la jolla tell everybody what's happening in the world of jason yeah, yeah. so i'm opening for i'm opening for uh featuring is what they call it but basically opening for steve ranazizi uh well-known comic he was on the show the league on fx the uh the comedy sitcom about the fantasy football league he's great known steve a long time haven't seen him in a million years it feels like but uh yeah he's coming through um and i'm available and it all worked out so i'm gonna do five shows with him friday uh, two saturday two sunday one so it's like about a 25 minute set and uh, i'll also be headlining basically doing like a 30 minute headline on the wednesday the first for a fundraiser for um the name's escaping me right now but I'll, I'll get it to you um but it's for like elderly dogs to get rescued because people always mm. go for the young one so it's a it's a specific um where's that at that's at the comedy store in la jolla as well that's wednesday march 1st and then uh, i'll be headlining may 24th and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be bringing browner along for that one um, oh getting back on so the that one we'll, we'll we'll start pounding that one as time goes on but yeah so that's where i am in the little near future and um gonna be great show steve's great and i'm looking forward to uh to having some fun times some fun sets the so comedy store.com slash yep. la dash hoya is where you could buy tickets Friday, yeah. 7 p.m., sold out. So that one's done. Wow, nice. 9.30, they have put a warning on the website, very low amount of tickets for Friday shows. Saturday, 7 p.m., very low amount of tickets. So Saturday, 9 p.m., Sunday, still plenty available. But Friday, 7 p.m., sold out. 9.30, Friday, low yeah. tickets. Saturday, 7 p.m., low tickets. So go to thecomedystore.com, buy your tickets. It's only 25 bucks. And, if, and you want to be inside this weekend. You're not going to be at the beach. You're not going to be having dinner outdoors. So go check it out. Go uh, support one of the one of our greatest friends in Jason Lawhead. Go to check out. And I'm not gonna, you know, say like, look, I, I'm just saying, me and Rand is easy on the same show. You're gonna see a really good show. Yeah. So come on out, especially um, if you're a sports fan. And that's happening, like I said, starting tomorrow night, Comedy Store in La Jolla. If you have never been there, it's a great freaking venue too. They have the best popcorn, and mm. they got a good beer list and good cocktail. Brown, they got espresso martini at the Comedy Store. Yeah. They have, yeah, dude. They 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 got everything there. They got to. That's yeah. people literally go there to drink and laugh. You should have the entire, yeah. you know, uh, uh, rainbow of drinks. Total side note was that oh. just just popped in my head. I was at my wife's cousin's house on Monday, and he had this machine that I didn't even know existed. It's basically an 
Nespresso machine for mm-hmm. alcohol. Oh wow! So what now? Yeah, so it looks. Like, yeah, yeah, dude, and Browner, this is what you're gonna. It's gonna pique your interest, my friend. Come again. It's going to speak to your soul, my friend. So it looks like a Nespresso machine. I don't even know the name of this thing, but it looks like it literally looks like a Nespresso machine. Okay, and then you have well, you do have a a, a thing of water, but then there's three other ones, and what can you put in those? Tequila, whiskey or bourbon, and vodka. Or whatever, you know, it's your choice. But you have four, like, basically, like, bottles like this, right? And you buy, you know, what your favorite vodka. You pour it in there, and then you flip it down. So there's four of these bottles along the, the this little Nespresso machine-looking thing, right? So the bottle always rests in that little... Correct. Like, you don't have valve, to remove basically. it and put another one. Right, so like, it always rests. There's so consistently it's always... four bottles. Gotcha. One of them is four gotcha. water. It's some, supplying yeah. that... that basic chamber Correct. basically and what you do is you literally buy pods of cocktails and it's a brand that go like nespresso has pods wow. for their types of coffee so i go okay. there and okay. we're hanging out okay. and he has spicy margarita he has a lemon drop he has wow. regular margarita and you know what else he has in a pod espresso martini browner in a pod, my friend. In a now, let pod. me tell. Listen, listen. We we need to get these guys as a as a sponsor. No, uh, Browner, you need to be the spokesperson. This should be uh, Browner Lawhead could be the, the the whatever that company's name is. Studios. <laughs> okay, I just, found, <laughs> I just found it. I just did a quick Google search. I was not okay. like I said. I was not planning on talking about this. It's called the Bartesian, the professional the Bartesian. cocktail machine. And it runs for four hundred and fifty dollars. But that ain't nothing. That, that ain't dude, nothing. It looks like. I'll, let me just pull it up real quick because I think it that's looks like ten, cool. That's like ten espresso martinis out at the bar, hey, man. That's, <laughs> that's right. That, uh, for me, that's Friday and Saturday. Look at that. Friday and Saturday. Oh yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh Look at that. yeah. That pays for itself in one night down in the gas lamp. So I think one of them is not for water. My bad. So you could put all four for alcohol. And then you like, so if you're getting a a drink that requires ice, you just put ice in the cup. You put your pod in at the top and you literally just hit press. And then you can, and this is, so it's a digital top and it tells you, do you want like a small amount of alcohol or a large amount of alcohol? You want a stiff drink or a heavy pour pour or a light pour? Bro, when I tell you, was it the best cocktail I've ever had? No. But was it the coolest thing I've seen in a long time? 100%. Yes. 100%. You know, this is why I get really upset when we can't figure things out as a society. Look how, look at this. Look at this. Someone put their mind to this thing, and now, bam, you got a bartender sitting on your counter. You don't got to, you got to pay it. You yeah. just comes. You make all the drinks you want. That's amazing. It's yeah. utterly amazing. But somehow we can't figure out, like, other stuff. Like, Ain't that what? crazy? Ain't that crazy? That's awesome. I just want to see, like, as the drunker you get, the harder it is to use. You know, like, <laughs> you can show, like, the sketch of, like, by the time the guy's going back to make his fifth or sixth drink, he's getting all feisty. And the thing, the button won't work as fast. He's stuck. <laughs> he's picking a fight with the thing because it's not making his drink fast enough and he forgot what button to hit first. That's awesome. The, the Bartesian <laughs> pods is what they're called. And let me pull that up, too. Because the pods are $15 because, you know, you have to buy the alcohol. 
But yeah, the right. Bartesian studio. And these are there like go. live from the Bartesian studios is the Browner and Lawhead. Well, show. no, we already have a studios seven mile shout out, but yes. No, I'm Bartesian. saying for Browner, oh, for Browner and Lawhead. Yeah. I'm saying he, he could be get us despite yeah. I'm saying for the Browner yeah. and Lawhead show. Because now I'm looking it up. There are so many versions of this. Of oh, the God. pods or the machine? The machine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There's a Bartesian.com. There you go. Shout out to Bartesian who just got a bunch of shout outs from us, my friend. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a, that was a fun, that was a fun thing to see on Monday. So if you see one, order one, Browner. If you get one at your house, invite me over. Little whiskey smash. Oh, listen, I'm getting one of these. The the question is, which one? Which one? (laughs) And it's like, how many espresso martini pods are you going to have in your, in your cabinet? Uh, Yeah. This is why people, I like to make handcraft my cocktails this is why people shouldn't show me stuff because if i want something literally i will figure out a way to get it yeah i I, i'm gonna get this can another side note last night i went the notes on the side last night i went out and speaking of cocktails so did so did we last night i'm not exaggerating when i tell you i had the best cocktail of my life Hmm. i literally had a drink of it and told my buddy that I was with, I was like, I think this is the best cocktail I've ever had in my life. Like, that was oh, the well, words that came out of my mouth. And then I, as I continued to, to drink it, it just confirmed every sip that that was the best cocktail I've ever had in my life. Now, I won't tell you, no more free shout outs, but it's a place called 52 Remedies and, <laughs> <laughs> off Convoy. No more free it's, shout outs. And I was in between, like, because it didn't, it sounded good, but it sounded weird. But then I asked the guy, I was like, yo, what's up with this cocktail? And he's like, that's our most popular. And I was like, all right, let me try it. Boys, it sounds weird as hell. It was a cold brew coffee liqueur, mm, a I like rye it. whiskey, creme de cacao, lemon, mm. pineapple, sugar, clarified mm. with whole milk. When I tell you that this is the best cocktail I've ever had in my life, if you like coffee, you will agree with me. I have, I sent it to like every all my buddies that drink. I was like, "You guys need to go to this place." Was it layered? Was the cold milk no. separate no, on it top? Looked like so a, it, was, it looked like it an old all... fashioned. Okay, uh, it really did look like an old fashioned. Let's see if I could. Can you guys see that? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was a. Uh... It's another side note today. I don't know why that popped in my head, but that was a fantastic drink. Shout out Fifty Two Remedies on Convoy. Uh, it's difficult to get in there. They don't need my advertisement, so it is what it is. Boys, we got a lot to get to today. A lot. Mm. Uh, Padres news, spring training is uh, fully underway. But something that I found interesting is, have you guys seen the odds of the favorites to win the MVP this year in the National League? Something really stands out to me there. The MLB win total over-unders are out. How good are the Padres projected to be? Last year they were really close, though, bro. Last year they were very, very close last year in in predicting the Padres over-under. And don't forget, road to 37. How can you forget that, Browner? Like, we basically played right. that game in the 2020 season. We're going to talk That's about right. that. The new look. I got to let the, the basketball guys talk about basketball. The new look Lakers are back on the court today. Take a look at their upcoming schedule. And what the hell is going on in Alabama and with their basketball you know, team? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, let's, what let's the hell is going that. on in Alabama? Like, I let's have read so many articles, and I'm still trying to figure out exactly what is going on with the Alabama basketball program and this murder case with multiple players on their team, and yet one of the dudes hit the game winner last night. 
absolutely insane. We will talk about all of this when we return. This is Kaplan and Crew, KaplanandCrew.com from the Seven Mile Casino Studios. Welcome back, everybody. Kaplan and Crew with just the crew, Alex Padilla, John Brown, or Jason Lawhead with you guys today. Scott is back tomorrow, and we'll get back to our normal. It's Friday. He'll probably do the Friday thing that Browner loves uh, so much. But we are here with you today, a Thursday, a wet, cold Thursday here in San Diego County and throughout California and pretty much the entire West Coast is cold and snowy and rainy. So here we are, Kaplan and Crew, brought to you by Seven Mile Casino and brought to you by Penske San Diego. I bought my new car from Penske San Diego. It's a new way of buying a car, in my opinion, because they have an incredible website that tells you every single car they have in all single and every single one of their dealerships. And they got lots and lots of dealerships. Go on their website, PenskeSanDiego.com, scroll through their inventory, and you'll see exactly what I saw. When I pulled up to Acura of Escondido, they had both cars that I was interested in pulled up to the front. I saw both of them, picked one, bought one, left, got it, and it's that easy almost. So PenskeSanDiego.com. Go check them out, Penske San Diego. Boys, it is um, spring training. It is full swing. We are in the dog days of sports radio right now between the NBA All-Star break and there being no basketball until tonight with the end of the Super Bowl, with the start of spring training. We're kind of in this weird period where basically every national radio host is taking vacation right now. But we are approaching games soon. How soon? Tomorrow. The Padres' first spring training game is tomorrow. Um, and I think a lot of people, the really the one thing they care about this spring is how does Fernando Tatis look, right? That that's what people care about. That's pretty much the only thing people care about. I, I think every other every other thing is a normal spring in San Diego. Was I expecting Fernando Tatis to go out and play every single game this spring? No, the dude is still recovering yes. from three surgeries. You expected it. Yes. Why? Okay. Let me ask you a question. Yes. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. So we were told. We had two surgeries this offseason. We were, we were, offseason, he's had a year of an offseason. He's had the longest offseason of offseasons in any offseason. So, (laughs) therefore. It's like 17 months of offseason. Right. So if he's had three surgeries, he's had almost 15 months to recover. Mm -hmm. So whatever is wrong with him, he should be fine. The fact that. If anybody on that roster needs to have the most games played this spring break, spring break, spring training, training. it's him because he hasn't played in a year and his body rhythm is all off from his natural baseball body rhythm. So until he gets out there, all these drills he's been doing, all this work he's been putting in, it's mute. It's literally mute. Until you get in the line of fire, you don't know if you're okay. So, what has he been doing? And this is this this is what bothers me about certain organizations when they don't properly communicate with their fan base. I was under the impression that he would be ready to go the first game of spring training. So now he's not because you're going to ease him back into it. Correct. What are you easing him back into? Well, let's let the manager answer your question because he was on Jim Rome yesterday. You can hear Jim Rome here at noon to three on the Mightier 1090 if you're listening on radio. Bob Melvin was on Jim Rome and answered that exact question, Browner. Like, when is he going to play? How does he look? And what does he got to do to start playing games? Man, he looks really good. You know, for a guy that's gone, you haven't played basically in 15 months, you know, has gone through three surgeries, you know, two on the wrist and one on the shoulder. You know, you have your doubts and how long this is going to take and what he's going to look like when he first comes back. Is he going to be favoring anything? 
he, he, this guy's ready to play. As a matter of fact, he was arguing with me about getting in that first spring training game here. That's how good he feels. But there are a few more boxes he needs to check. You know, we, we, we've got him diving back into bases, doing some things before we get him. But, you know, he'll be somewhere in the first week of games here, and he's just itching to go. So, that just, no. no <laughs> just baseball no. stuff, Browder. So they're, they're, the man, they're not letting the him slide. Told- they're not letting him slide ahead. head first into bases. That's the thing they don't want him to do anymore. Uh, they want, but he still has to like dive back to first if he gets on base. Um, his shoulder is a hundred percent. He has said that it is one hundred percent. My shoulder feels better than it's felt in since it started popping out. But his wrist is—they've never put a number on it. However, you want to take that, they've never said it's 80, 90, whatever. They've never said anything about the wrist. So I think they're still a little concerned about the wrist. And at the end of the day, Browner. I think they're concerned, and Lawhead, you may or may not agree with this, uh, about their $340 million investment being wasted for another year. If he's not ready to play spring training game now because his wrist isn't in the condition that they feel like it should be, then he's never going to get rid of whatever's left over from the from the surgery. Well, like that's how, is arguing to play, according to everything. You, you see this? You see this? People on Never radio cannot. Same. Browner's pointing at his wrist. There's if you're, if you're watching, I've had, I had vertical nerve damage across my wrist during an injury playing basketball. So I, have a, I had a, a screw in there. I still have plates in there. Stuff is still in there, active that wasn't in there when I was born. You, you, once you get cut open, you're not the same. You're just not the same. So this idea that he's going to, I don't, if he's not ready now, then this is the guy you're going to get. Because a couple days into spring training, he's not going to feel much better. Like, when's their first game? March 30th. And he, from now, from, from the 23rd to the 30th, he can't slide back to first base? Like, Bob Melvin, I like you, bro. I really do. I really do. I think you did a great job last year. I think you're going to do a good job this year. But that's BS, bro. That's BS. It's total BS. So, so you're, what if he is, plays Sunday? This is – Listen. This is what I'm telling y'all. He's not playing he's tomorrow, to, but what if he plays Sunday? He's going to revolt. He's going to revolt on Bob Melvin. Because he's if he's telling you he's ready it's to spring. go, down the line, not right now, down the <laughs> line, he's going to revolt on Bob Melvin. I'm you hear this, you. Jason. You hear this. I'm telling you. You hear the panic on February 23rd? It's not panic. That Tatis it's is not, not playing tomorrow? It's not panic, man. It's not panic. I'm, what I'm saying is, if the guy has been off all this time and then he's not he's he's not ready to go now, what's a couple more days? What's the difference? Because he's not sliding back to first. Why hasn't he been doing that? Like what 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 has he been doing? We don't know if he can if he is, has or hasn't. We haven't seen videos of it. Well, you know, you could say you could say if that's the excuse. And Browner makes a great point about like how long is this recovery, and I don't know, you know how how long do you wait? How long is this? Now we've gotten through the clear of the suspensions and everything. Like, when are you going to get this guy ready to play baseball? When his when he's when he's allowed to play baseball? And uh, if that's your excuse right now, then. He should at least be in the first few games pinch running and just saying, Hey, we're gonna have you steal. Don't even, you know, we're gonna have you steal a base or we're gonna put you in the hit and run. We need you to work on sliding leg first into second, sliding leg first into third, 
beat leading off, maybe diving back the way we've been teaching you. I mean, you got to at least get his wheels in motion. You can't just be sitting here going, well, we're going to keep looking at the wrist and keep, you know, check, checking the wrist and we're going to keep, keep, keep monitoring the wrist. It's like, and Browner's right. Like, I mean, and, and you know, you got to put that thing to the test. Yeah. I got to, I got to say this same. though. I, for real, like, hear me out before you jump on me. If April 20th comes and he doesn't play because of this, then I freak out. Okay. April 20th being the first day he's eligible to come off his suspension. If they're telling me that Tatis is not playing April 20th because he's still having issues with the wrist, then I start freaking out. I'm not going yeah. to freak out on February 23rd about him not playing in on February 24th in the first spring training game. I just can't get there yet. I can't even wrap my if head he, around being upset about him not playing the first, even the, the first guy week. Is, if the guy is telling you he's ready to go, mm-hmm. and I'm not I'm not saying that he is injured still. Mm-hmm. Uh, my question is to Bob Melvin now. The guy is telling you he's ready to go. You know, as an organization, as a whole, from top to bottom, yeah. the guy can't play for 15 days, is it? 15 games? Uh, many, 20. 11? 20. 20. You got 20? Okay. 20. The guy can't play for 20 games. Mm-hmm. 20 of them. So the best thing that you can do for him right now is to play him as much as his body can handle at this particular time. And if day one, you don't put him out there, when mm-hmm. do you start? Like, how do you how do you work a guy in who's been out for 15 months if you don't put him in on the first day? He's not a sub. He's not some random dude who you got as a throw-in in a trade, okay? He's yeah. not some rule five player who you just got. This is the guy. Okay, so put it on the play him. If you're on YouTube right now, if you're part of the Chatlins, uh, Papa Chatlin's freaking out in spring training before game one even happens. Is Browner freaking out or is this freak out justified? I'm very curious to know what people think. Uh, let us know in the chat. Let us know if you're on Twitter, social media, watching this. Because I'm genuinely like, I just don't see it at all that way. I'm not di- trying to disagree with you guys. And, and I'm really not trying to just play this side. I just really don't. People don't play in spring. You know? Like, yeah, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. People who play People all that year. play 160 games a year. Yeah, and, correct. You know, yeah. that haven't played. I mean, the people play in spring that are itching to play that haven't played in a while that have been suspended or injured and, you know, are being, you know, especially on a team like this right now. I mean, that doesn't fly, you know, and and Melvin even says himself, he indicts himself by saying that if if he's being honest, then Tatis has said, I want to play. And they're like, well, we're going to watch you dive back. This is also the organization that fought him in 2021 with his shoulder kept popping out. You know, he was the one that made them play him. He was the one that was like, just give me a day or two or three and I'll be back. I'm not doing the surgery. Like, so I think that the organization and Tatis are now on. Let's not forget after everything that happened last year, the organization runs the ship. Now the Tatis boat is driven by the organization is not driven by Tatis anymore. So they will play him when they think it's okay for him to be played. I don't think Tatis is ever going to tell because of who he is. I don't think Tatis is ever going to say he's not 100 and ready to play. I think Tatis is always going to say, I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play, I'm ready to play. 
This is the dude, Browner. You were the one that freaked out. This is a dude that was playing soccer in the outfield. That was bat picking up a bat when he wasn't supposed to. That was in the batting cages when he wasn't. You know why he was doing that? You know why he was doing that? Because they wouldn't let him play. Right. That's because why he wasn't they ready to play. He wasn't he's ready. like that little kid that like one of the players brings that just always is running around the kid. He's just like, whose kid is that? doing stuff? He's Dusty Baker's yeah, kid running out while some guys slide home. I'm going to text yeah. Browner, Listen, I'm text Browner on Saturday afternoon there. at 12. So the Padres play tomorrow at 1210 Then they play again on Saturday at 1205. I will text you at 12. I will text you at 1105 when the lineup comes out. Like, wait, look who's in. I bet you he plays this weekend or on Monday or something. Like he's gonna play. It's I don't think it's that big a deal. I genuinely don't. I honestly believe for the morale of him and for the morale of the team, the first game of spring training, all the everyday guys should mm-hmm. run out at the same time. Do you remember create, the movie? Tr- do you remember the movie Troy? Did you guys ever watch the movie Troy? I would I did Pitt? not see Colin that. Farrell. No, it was with Brad Pitt. I did not see that. Brad Pitt. Okay, never mind. I'll just move on then because I was about to say something about morale and and Achilles coming out for the battle, but never mind. No one's going to get it. It's not going to be the Khaleesi reference I dropped yesterday. All I'm trying to say is this. If his relationship with Bob Melvin doesn't go well, that's bad for everyone because when he comes back, I can't stress this enough. Again, I've been around alpha athletes Really successful players my entire playing career, whatever yes. you want to call it a career. If you are back to firing at all cylinders and you're giving them what got you to Gatorade at, what got you to Adidas contract, what got you to face a baseball, if he starts doing that again, mm-hmm. everybody's going to go back to listening to everything he says. And Bob Melvin, if you don't get in line when you had the chance to, you're going to be out. Yeah, we could have that conversation if it happens. I'm not going to have that conversation right now because all those that guys would... that you talked about that you know personally that are elite athletes probably mm-hmm. didn't crash a motorcycle in Dominican Republic multiple times and probably didn't get suspended for, for steroids in that same season. So I think that we always have to put that in reference, Browner. I understand what you're saying. If he's hitting 300 and hitting bombs and playing elite defense and Nike, and by the way, he's dropped Adidas dropped him, so he dropped Adidas. He's rocking Nikes now. I think that if he starts getting Nike back, he starts getting Gatorade back, and he starts being on the cover of videos and magazines again, he will. then let's have that conversation then. But you can't have it right now because that's not the reality that we're in today. That's All, all the things you're saying are true. All those things you're saying, that you, you're saying are true. But for him to, for them to maximize his value, yeah. those things have to become true again. Sure. I agree with you. I mean, the Padres want to have those conversations. I promise you, they want to have those conversations. But right now... Tatis is being told what to do and he's falling in line and his camp has told him fall in line. That's why he said all these things and that's what it's going to be for right now. So I didn't think we were going to get that heated about this. I really thought it would be, I genuinely was just going to like, Hey, so he's not playing tomorrow and he may not play until like next week. No. Interesting. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see when he does play. Uh, I believe Nick Martinez is starting the game tomorrow. And then uh, Ryan Weathers is going to pitch tomorrow. Hey, Oh my God, dude. If Ryan Weathers could figure something out and not be Ooh. a six ERA guy for the Padres, that would be so huge for them to get another arm that they could count on. But he was awful last year in the minors in bad. El Paso. He was brutal. But, uh, yeah, bad. spring training is here, man. Baseball in Peoria that tomorrow. Padres baseball is here. L-F-G-S-D. Uh, Jason, when we were in the middle of that conversation, you said something mm-hmm. like the caliber of this team. 
when you have a team like this? What does a team yeah. like this mean? And I have been on a lot of betting websites because I think that I'm going to Vegas next month and I'm going to drop some futures on the Padres. Okay. And I'm thinking this is exactly where I'm going first. The MLB over under win totals are out. Um, multiple sports books have put out their win totals. Here's the one that I'm going with from BetMGM. On the left column, if you're watching, it's the top 10 teams in baseball. And on the right, it's the NL West. Here is the win totals for all of baseball, according to BetMGM. The over-under, Astros, 96.5. Dodgers, 96.5 as well. Braves and Yankees and Mets, 95.5. And there's your Padres at 93.5 wins. And the NL West, like I said, Dodgers 96.5, Padres 93.5, Giants 80.5, D-backs 76.5, and and Rockies 67.5. I got to tell you guys, when I saw this, I was not surprised where the Padres were. I got to tell you, I'm very surprised where they were in relation to the Dodgers. The fact that Vegas and oddsmakers still think the Dodgers are the favorite to win the NL West, I think we've been living in in a very, very, very high cloud this this offseason because of all the moves that they've done. But in reality, Vegas odds makers still say the Dodgers are favored to win the NL West. And I find that surprising. Well, Vegas goes with consistency, right? They go with what do the numbers always say and what have they been saying? And even if you were, you know, so they're going to sit there and go consistency the formula says that the dodgers do much better against the rockies and the d-backs and the other teams in their division always have and i i gotta give i gotta believe that that's gotta be where that three wins lie is in that kind of just formula yeah i think also if you look at the dodgers rotation that's an elite rotation yeah, of course. They still it's still have a, a starting rotation that, and that wins a lot of games. Wins a lot of games. Yeah, they lost Tyler Anderson, who had was a revelation for them last year, but they still got their guys. Yeah. They don't have Bueller, but they do have Dustin Maybach, Kershaw, Gonsolin. Like they still have arms in that rotation. And that they is still got still... A, a lineup that can break open big innings anytime. But that's so where you... I feel that like they lost a lot. Well, they did, they did, but they still have – I mean, you still have vets. You still have Freeman. Yes, you did lose some players uh, in the heart of that order. But, um, you know, you still have – you know, you, you've you got two of the top three or four MVP candidates every year in the National League right there in that order. So. Well, we'll get to that soon. Browner, what do you yeah. think about the Dodgers still being favored? I think sometimes old habits are hard to break, man. These lazy people at MLB, I've been telling y'all for years, these people are lazy. They're sitting on their hands. They're not paying attention. And all they do is regurgitate the same BS they did from last year. They ain't done no deep dive. They ain't put no real work in. Because if you did put any real work in, you see that the Dodgers have lost a lot of significant players. Okay? Trey Turner was a massive part of what they did last year. And he is gone. And the Padres have added Xander Bogarts. Whatever you think of him as a, a hitter or a fielder, he is a top-flight player in Major League Baseball. The Padres have four of the best players in baseball, and I get that the Dodgers are great with their everyday guys, and they've got some good pitchers. But uh, um, who uh, who is their, who's the headline guy who everybody is the pitcher? Mookie Betts? No, the pitcher. 
the pitcher. He is old, bro. He is old. <laughs> like so is what, he Darvish? What, what? Right, but he's older when it comes to pitching. So for me, for mm-hmm. me, I think that the fact that they have put the Padres, the Dodgers, in front of the Padres, not by a lot, but in front nonetheless. I think that it was it's just lazy. It's easy for them to do. If they're looking at the roster top to bottom, I think the Padres. You don't have think a Vegas is looking at the top roster to top to bottom? You don't think Vegas is is doing that? This is this of is of course they are. But yeah. like I said, there's other formulas at play, and um, it just you know, and that's that's where that three games is. It's in the it's in the historical short term. What do we know? What have we seen? last few years you know and that's where the difference also is. there's now, a, of course we'll, they're looking at this brown i'll let you jump back in when we come back in lodge we'll keep going on this as well there is also a new schedule in baseball this year i want to like break down because we're not playing the dodgers 20 times this year right. so you're not playing 76 division games anymore like you used they to. got so lucky this year we'll talk about that when we come back and then we'll also get into jason brought up the odds for mvp very surprising if you're a Padres fan. Kaplan and Crew, kaplanandcrew.com. Everybody, uh, halfway, you know, halftime report here. Do me uh, two favors. And I say do me, do the show, two favors. One, go to kaplanandcrew.com. While there, please uh, check out the merch shop. The merch shop is, um, it's kind of like what we, we've come up with so far. But if I'm being honest, nothing has struck us yet. But you know what? Spring training, baseball season is about to start. Football season just ended. Hoops are headed towards the postseason. So we haven't come up with anything. Like nothing has struck us yet. No Hey King, no Slay Queen, no a wise man once said, you know, something. it's got to be organic. You know, or you guys got to come up with the ideas. Either way, hit our merch shop, buy the Kaplan and Crew stuff, be a brand ambassador. Help the show. We appreciate it. Kaplanandcrew.com. Hit the merch shop. And of course, I just keep mentioning it to you because I honestly, I can't, I can't say enough about this brand. I love the product. I mean, I tell like my friends like, hey, you take Athletic Greens? No, I don't. Okay, well then use our website, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan because that's where you get the five free travel packs and the, the vitamin D, the one-year supply and the bottle and the canister and the greens. And you can subscribe and you can get it sent to you, you know, on a regular, you know, I guess monthly kind of basis. But um, what a product. Clarity of mind, sustained energy, clean out the bowels, the whole deal. Athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. That's where you buy. We appreciate it. It's good for you, too, because you're going to you need really good stuff. I'm telling you, be healthy. And uh, let's get back to it. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Kaplan and Crew with Just the Crew today. Alex Padilla, John Browner, Jason Lawhead. And by the way, Jason Law had performing this weekend at the Comedy Store in La Jolla, featuring for Steve Ranazizi. Yeah. From you'll know him from if you watch the league on FX. That is where you will know him from. Tickets are sold out for the Friday 7 p.m. show, but the Friday 9:30 p.m. and both Saturdays and Sundays still have tickets available. L- late Friday, early Saturday, very, very limited. So go check it out at the comedy store, uh, comedystore.com. The La Jolla location tickets are only 25 bucks. Jason, anything else you want to add for that? No. Yeah. And if you can't make that, like I said, next Wednesday, the first I'm, uh, I'm part of a fundraiser show at the comedy store. Not sure what the tickets are. You can obviously go to their website and check out Wednesday's show. It's for uh rescue dogs, you know, like the older ones. So yes. uh, yeah, 
So so that's happening this weekend. Go check out Jason and Steve at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. We were talking about the Padres and their win total and how they're projected by Vegas odds makers to win. Oh, the over-under was 93.5. The Dodgers still at 96.5 favored to win the NL West once again. The Giants far behind. The D-backs and Rockies not expected to do much. But I brought up the schedule because for the first time ever, the MLB is completely revamping their schedule. Still 162 games, obviously. But every team will play all other 29 teams this season. What does that mean? That means that divisional games will drop from 76 games, which is more than half the schedule, down to 52 divisional games. You will play every team in your division 13 times, I believe 13 times, four series. Obviously, there will be one more away or one more at home, depending on who you play. Last season, in the 19 times the Dodgers and Padres played, the Padres won five and the Dodgers won 14. Browner said they got lucky. Those suckers got lucky that we're only playing right. 13 times this year. I look mm -hmm. at it as there's a lot more worse teams in baseball than there are good teams in baseball. So how yes. will that affect teams that are good that go out and play teams that are crappy that they normally wouldn't play? You know, you normally wouldn't go play all every single team. So now you are. Is that going to make the better teams have a better record? Is that going to make much of a difference because it's baseball and winning two of three is pretty much all people want to do. I don't really know, but I do know, and I, at least I believe that not playing the Dodgers 19 times and not playing the Giants 19 times and not going to Coors a billion times is very helpful for the Padres because they're not very good in Coors Field and they're not good against the Dodgers and the Giants are always like 50 50 and the Diamondbacks like whatever. I think it's a win that you're only playing every team 13 times and not near 20. Uh, you know, I don't, that's tough for me because I, I felt like the Dodgers playing the Padres had a little extra juice to it. Oh yeah. I thought the Dodgers, the Giants playing the Padres had a little extra juice to it. So I wanted to see more of those games. Mm -hmm. The reason why that it was split from the beginning is because the leagues play different different types of games. I guess now that they got rid of the DH, it doesn't matter who plays who, then why do we still have divisions? Like, there's some parts of tradition that we need to try to hold on to in sports. This is not one I'm in, I'm in favor of because it, it gives you less hatred for the other team. It takes away some of that because you don't see them as much. A lot we We're good now. We're good now. Bring the Dodgers <laughs> on. Bring them on. Yeah, I think I, don't, I think the years past, we were very much like, damn, like we want to play the Dodgers, but we also don't want to play the Dodgers because they've been dominating for the past two seasons. But I get what you're saying now, Browners. Like now you kind of want to see how how much how they, they stack, stack up. up. Yeah. Right. And also, no, I don't, I don't. when you have divisions and you have leagues, you know, that's how you end up with the, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the playoffs in the NFL at eight and nine. Right, right. Like, so, I mean, I'm not looking forward like, to them. Are we campaigning the for the top or... 14 teams in all of baseball to get in? Screw leagues and screw divisions? Yeah. Well, I, I think, yes. <clears throat> I think leagues are, are good to, you know, to have separate leagues or divisions, whether it was AFC, NFC, National League, American League. But I'm all for scrap the divisions and just line everybody up like they used to in the old days. But when it, it used to be just American League standings. 
National League standings. The winners of those two played in the World Series, and then they broke those two into divisions, created the League Championship Series, and now we've spread out to what we are now, three divisions in each league plus wild cards. I'd rather just say, show me the National League, show me the American League. If we want to have interleague play, which we've had, Let's have it. I like, you know, 13 games is still enough. It's still a good rivalry. It's still a lot of games. But play everybody. Play yeah. everybody uh, in the league. 162 games. The best teams are going to finish out. They're going to wash out no matter if you played this team six times less than you did the last team. And then now you're playing a new team. Look, it's still a, a, a it's still a, a you know, you've got to create this almost masterpiece over a season to complete 162 games and win a division. So, do it. And, and but you know, in my opinion, um, you know, scrap the divisions and line them all up. And who's got the best records? One seed, two seed, three seed, play in whoever you is you're playing. I think the fact that they added three wild card teams, though, you basically get the seven or the six best teams. You know, you're right, really... but somebody might have home field that is like, wow, right. they well, that that sure, right? but I still That's think the, the problem. Just, I still think the way they lined up the postseason now, I do think that you can't, you're going to get the best teams. This and, is baseball's best format they've ever had with what they're working with. They should yeah. keep this. Yeah, I agree. I like it a lot. But it'll be interesting to see. You know, like now you're going to play, you know, every team in the NL East every year. Now you're going to play every team in the AL, you know, whatever, every, every single central every single year. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, we brought up, Jason brought up the fact that they have the Dodgers, excuse me, have year in, year out, they have two MVP favorites in Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. Things are changing. Things mm -hmm. are changing. Those mm -hmm. two, that might still be true. But in San Diego, you got four of them now. You got four MVP favorites in this lineup. The four horsemen, the four-headed monster, whatever the hell you want to call these guys. Juan Soto is your favorite to win the National League MVP at plus 500. That's five to one odds, followed by Mookie Betts. Look who's third, Browner. Fernando Tatis Jr. I, at, I don't get that. Uh, at how? plus 900. <laughs> Go down a little bit to eighth. Manny Machado in there, 15 to one odds. And if you go down to 15, so they got four of the top 15 favorites to win the National League MVP. Xander Bogarts got 30 to one odds. I find that very, very uh, interesting. Jason, I agree with you. Tatis, the third best odds at 9-1 to win the NL MVP. Soto uh, at the best odds is a little shocking to me. Um, I think that people are very much the fact that last year they had a management change, they had a hitting coaching change midseason, then he got traded. I think that there's sure. a lot of factors, and I think people bought into that. And I do think that if you look historically, Tatis was an NL MVP finalist when he was healthy. Soto... Nice. Soto before this last year was an twice. MVP. Did he win the MVP? I don't even remember. Was he a yes. finalist? So oh, um, no, he was a finalist. Uh, I think the guy in Atlanta won. If I'm not I just I'm, I find it interesting that Tatis is, is three hundred dollars better money than Freddie Freeman. Yeah, he was. Uh, Soto has not and, and six hundred dollars better than Machado going into this season. All I'm gonna say is this: at the end of the day, how the hell does the Dodgers have? More projected wins, and these and the Padres have four guys in the top for NL, for NL MVP. So I'm gonna tell y'all this. I'm gonna repeat this one more again, okay? Because folks didn't hear me the first time. One more again. 
everybody move. This the year. This the year. And if I'm going to put my money on anybody on this list, by the way, the money's going to be on Xander Bogarts. Here's why. Oh. he's Hear me out. Okay. Of all, of all the players, he's going to reap the most benefit. Because you got Soto hitting in front of you. At some point when Bob Melvin lets him play, you'll have Tatis hitting around you. And you'll have Machado hitting around you. And Cronenworth somewhere in there who no one ever talks about anymore. But I like it because that's good because it's under the radar. So you've got all these perennial all-stars around you, MVP yeah. candidates around you. You just got to do you, baby. You I didn't do you. I didn't do this no, for the Cy Young, but you said how in the hell does Vegas still think that when we got four MVP finalists or odds favorites? So I just mm-hmm. looked at the NL Cy Young odds of the, the top others. 15. No, you would think no. of the top 15, the Padres have three of the top 15. Wow. And the Dodgers have two. Uh, Clayton Kershaw, Clayton Kershaw's at plus five thousand. Blake Snell's plus thirty five hundred. Joe Musgrove plus Ooh. three thousand. You Darvish plus twenty five hundred. Uh, and then Julio Urias is at plus two thousand, twenty to one odds. So, I mean, none of them are, are favorites. You know, it's uh, Sandy Alcantara, right, sure. Corbin Burns, Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer, Max Fried. Those are the favorites sure. to win it. But I mean, interesting. That's interesting. very interesting. When and if you look down a little bit more, it's Tony Gonsolin's in there, but so's. Josh Hader somehow. <laughs> so uh, well, maybe part of Vegas's formula is the they're giving the Dodgers that slight edge because they don't have to play the Padres as many times. Maybe the way they weighted it against prior opponents and the fact that you know because if they've got more Padres in the MVP race and they and they've got more in the Cy Young race, then the Dodgers winning three more games really doesn't make a lot of sense other than possibly the formula saying, hey, they don't have to play the Padres this many times. We think the Padres are going to be really good, but still the Dodgers take care of business historically, so let's that's the gap. I, I don't know because it's weird if, if you have four MVP candidates and three Cy Youngs and they have less on each list, how are they favorites? I, I I don't know how it works. I wish I could tell you. Beep-bop, boop-bop, beep-bop. Beep-bop. Oh, that <laughs> is very much. That's there very much a beep-bop, beep-bop, boop-bop. Very, very there much. I will say this, though. Last year, the MLB win total, the tracker for the Padres, their odds were 87 and a half. They won 89 games. So wow. they're right there. Uh, they, very much, they very much missed the Dodgers. The Dodgers were at 97 and a half last year. And they obviously, we all know they won like what 111 or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, they're just projections. They're not projections. They're not telling you that's what's going to happen. That's just what they think is where the the line is set. But I find it very interesting that Browner, you you noticed it right away where I was going that the Padres have four MVP of the four of the top 15 favorites, but yet the Dodgers are still favored to win the NL West. I find that very interesting. We'll see what happens. When the season starts, obviously, later next month. So before we uh, move on, we just want to say that this show, Kaplan and Crew, is brought to you by the Total Tea Clinic. Uh, go check us out. Check them out at kaplanandcrew.com. Click on that I Thrive link. It's going to take you to I Thrive Lean. I'm on it. I've been on it for a while. I'm down. I'm, I'm almost there. I could almost say 40. I could almost say 40. Wow. But I'm at about 30, a little over 39. I'm almost there. I could almost say 40. Um, I went into iThrive on Tuesday. We have once again upped my dosage because the doc, oh who, Dr. Max A, who is like, bro, like you're, it's working, but he kind of, he kind of gave me one of these. He looked up and down. He's like, still got weight to lose. And I was like, yeah, I know. So let's keep going. 
So we, uh, we, you know, because I could stay at the doshas I'm at and it'll be a little slower, but we upped it a little bit and okay. now it's up to me to, you know, keep eating better and throw in some workouts and watch these pounds shed away. I thrive lean. I thrive MD. Go to kaplanandcrew.com and please be patient with them. He did tell me they are very, very busy. He is hiring so many people to try and catch up to all of your messages he will get back to you. He promises he'll do it as fast as possible. So if they are busy, just be a little patient. I thrive lean. It works. I went to the store. I had to go buy new pants. And I now wear sizes that I haven't worn since like college. So there you go. Um, you guys, tonight, the new look Lakers hit the floor again. Anthony Davis will play. LeBron James will play. All the guys are back. They're taking on the Warriors once again. They have a very interesting schedule coming up. Obviously, the Lakers are two and a half out of the 10, the 10 seed for the play-in. But they're only three and a half out. Yes, three and a half out of the six seed. So they're like right there for everything. And here's their schedule coming up. Why am I bringing up their schedule? It's because of who they play and every single team is in front of them. They take on the Warriors tonight. They're in ninth. The next game is in Dallas, they're in sixth. Then in Memphis, they're in second. Then in OKC, they're in tenth. Then at home for three against the Wolves, who are in eighth, the Warriors in ninth, and the Grizzlies in second. Not the easiest of schedules, obviously. But if they can string together some wins here, Browner, of their next seven, if they go five and two, you think they start moving up? You think this is this is where it begins? Or are you looking at this team right now in their final 23 games that LeBron said is one of the most important stretches of his career? As you sit here today, do you see this team moving up, getting into the play-in, or do you see this team just flaming out? This is what's about to happen, and, and people, I'm sorry, but I got to tell y'all what I believe to be the truth. I can only speak to what I can see. I think they're going four straight. I think they're going to win the first four because everybody's going to be fired up coming out of the break. Everybody knows what's at stake, and it's going to be one of two things that are going to happen tonight, by the way. Either they're going to win the next four or they're going to lose this one and then that's going to be it. I think, tonight is, uh, yes, <laughs> I think tonight is – yes, I think tonight is very – I think tonight is very important. I know that sounds crazy because it's the NBA and blah, 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 blah. If these guys don't come out tonight playing with a playoff-level sense of urgency, as LeBron James is your best player, you now have youth in your lineup, you now have energy in your lineup, you mm -hmm. AD's had a week off of doing nothing because you know he don't like to pick up basketballs when he you only have to. If these dudes, AD and LeBron more specifically, don't come out tonight on fire sending a message to the Warriors and therefore sending a message to the NBA, then it's not going to happen. But I, I expect for them to just roll the Warriors tonight. Just utterly roll. Mm. No Steph wow. Curry tonight. Obviously, he's still... Um... He's going to be reevaluated in a week, I think I saw. But yeah, no stuff. Aren't the Warriors, tonight. who's at home? The Lakers are at home? Yes. And the Warriors are disgustingly bad on the road. The Lakers should roll them tonight. I'm talking about 20 point wins. The win. Warriors. LeBron doesn't play a lot in the fourth quarter. <laughs> the Warriors are 7 and 22 on the road. Comical. And this is what I'm saying. They should roll them tonight. There's no reason. They have no one to stop Anthony Davis, they have no one to stop LeBron. I, Mo Bamba, I, I, Mo Bamba I, makes his debut, I think, tonight, right? I, he hasn't I, played I for him yet. No, he, no, he, he played in the last game. He played, he played the game against the, the break. Okay. I'm not watching, so I don't know. 
He was like Browner. two for seven. He had a bunch of he had a couple dunks and a couple. We just of need really him to block shots. Blocks. That's we just need him to block. Yeah. Shots. yeah. Yes. What do you yes. think, Jay? When they, I think I agree with Browner in the sense that this is a this is the this is the switch game. And yep. Because look, at the end of the day, look at the end of the day, you can say that they're three and a half out of the six seed, and yes, they are. But the point is, is when you look at the landscape of the NBA and where that six, seven, and eight seed is going to fall, you need to finish four games over five hundred. So you need to go. You need to look at the rest of the schedule, and you need to say a team that's played twenty-seven and thirty-two ball all year. Has to go sixteen and seven. They yeah, have buddy. to go sixteen and seven the rest of the way. They have to. They have to uh, finish forty three and thirty nine for them to have any type of uh, ability to feel good about where their slot is in this in this lineup of teams in the West. Whether that forty three and thirty nine gets them six, seven, or eight, they've got to get there. Can I beep up? Beep up you. Oh God. 23, 23 games remaining. Mm-hmm. 14 at home, mm-hmm. but the third easiest schedule remaining in all of the NBA. So there you go. You made all these moves, and this is a huge game. Not only, and I agree, like this is a huge game for that. That it has to start here at home because then you're on the road in Dallas. I mean, if you go out and lose these, Dallas two is come- Dallas is not good. I want. I'm not I saying they're good, but okay, if you okay. go out, Lakers are notoriously two. historically awful against Dallas. Like Luca owns them. These are the games you have to win. You're the better team on paper right now. You and this is huge for Darvin Ham. This is huge for LeBron. It's huge for AD. Um, The pressure isn't on D'Angelo Russell or Rui or the new guy Bamba. None of these guys. All of these guys um, are here to follow. Like you guys through this door. Everything that I love. Everything they brought in. Because not one of yeah. those guys is it remotely feels like Russell Westbrook felt where he they were part of a big three. Not one of right. those guys are part of a big three. They know they are behind Ooh. AD and they're behind LeBron and they got jobs to do. The one guy who is going to have to score a lot is D'Angelo. But I don't think D'Angelo is going in there like I'm part of the big three. Like there is no big three. It is the big two. And a I think. A very good-looking roster after that, after all the moves that Rob Palenka made compared, than to, what, been. compared to what they've had. So but I think that the – go ahead. What a, lot of, what a lot of people aren't mentioning is that the roster now fits. Yes. It didn't fit before. This now right. fits what LeBron does best. This fits now what AD does best. This is a better fit for, the ta- for their right. top-level talent. What they now have rounded out the roster with now fits. Is that focusing? Ain't it interesting, Browner, that you were so, so mad or crazy thinking the way you were about to tease that they traded for Malik Beasley, who is dating Scottie Pippen's mom? Was, 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 was. She dated Michael Jordan's son now. She get around. So Malik Beasley has been named a starter going forward. Malik Beasley, Vanderbilt, and D'Lo, LeBron and AD, Darvin Ham says, This is my lineup. I'm not messing with it. This is my starting five. 30 seconds. They're going to tweak that. Mo Bamba's going to be in the starting lineup. All right. And they're going to yeah. they're going to tweak that down the line because if you get AD and Bamba in there, bruh, ain't no layups. Ain't no ain't layups. No and that allow add Mo Bamba allows enough, them to put more pressure on the perimeter. I don't know if you got enough shooting if you do that though, but we'll see. Uh we'll yeah. see. Mo Bamba can make threes. What the hell is going on in Alabama with their basketball team? 
Oh, that could that, that could mean a lot. Let's talk about it next. Kaplan and Crew, KaplanandCrew.com. What is up, great friends? Kaplan and Crew with just the crew today. Alex Padilla, John Browner, and Jason Lawhead with you guys. I'm staring at my windows right now. It's raining sideways at the moment. And do you guys know that I had water damage at my house? And I had to get my windows resealed because there was if it rained hard enough and it, with wind, water would hit my building and water would leak into my windows of this studio. And now I'm like, man, I hope they did a good job because I'm looking <laughs> at all this water right now. I'm like, I'm not seeing any leak right now. I literally, as soon as we're done doing the show, I have a construction crew coming in to paint and install baseboards. So if this water, if these dudes didn't do a good job sealing, all this work was for nothing. So I'm hoping that they, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at this right now. Like, well, they're putting it to the test right away. So anyways, we're brought to you by the seven mile casino, seven mile casino.com just minutes away from downtown San Diego. Now the full Sammy's restaurant. And by, if you see me looking up, I'm just staring at the windows. Uh, you get yourself an espresso martini and some duck tacos. Look at that combination. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Uh, we got some stuff coming up at seven mile casino, by the way. Um, we do have a lot coming up. Um, I, I don't think I'm allowed to say what yet, but we will have some events where we get to see you guys. We haven't been out with you all since the new year, so we will have some events coming out. Um, Jason will be a part of those events. Brown will be part of those events, so we will keep you guys posted. Also, some more infomercial for you. Jason is featuring this weekend at the Comedy Store in La Jolla. He's uh, featuring for Steve Renazizi from The League. Tickets are only $25. Go check it out. TheComedyStore.com, the La Jolla location. Uh, tickets for the Friday 7 p.m. show are sold out. Every tickets available for every other show. Doing five shows in total. Go support Jason Lawhead this weekend at the Comedy Store. Um, have you guys been keeping up with the story of what's happening in the Alabama basketball team? Whew. I have tried to read as much as possible in it because I'm just a little confused by it all. Uh, a, because I'm not familiar with any other players at the Alabama basketball team. But because of its weird complexity of it all, I find it to be difficult to keep up with. What the hell am I talking about? If you haven't heard, um, two well, two players are involved, but only one player is being charged for the three. Alabama player. Three players though? are in, quote unquote involved. Well, yeah, correct. Three people. Three right. people. Two three players. people. Two players. One player right. has been charged with capital murder. Um. Okay, let me try and do this justice because I don't really. I and if I'm missing any part of these details, I literally have been reading all day about it, trying to get it right because I find it. Yes. First of all, it's sad that someone got murdered, who's a 23 year old woman in Alabama. But secondly, that a player involved is not being charged, and yesterday has a career high 41 points in the game winner for Alabama against South Carolina. That's where like it really piqued my interest last night. So Darius Miles is a player, was a player on Alabama, and he got into some sort of an altercation outside an Alabama establishment. He was with another player named Michael. He murdered murdered a girl that didn't like him. Pretty much where I'm going with this. He was with another person named Michael Lynn Davis, but the player named is Darius Miles. He had some sort of altercation at a bar where he was basically trying to get this girl's phone number and this girl's husband not husband boyfriend was like dude back off like and some kerfuffle some sort of altercation happened and in the middle of this beef he texts another player named brandon miller 
to bring my piece. If I'm getting this correct. Yeah. Brandon no, Miller yeah. is an Alabama Alabama's best player. I'm reading. I'm seeing lottery NBA lottery. NBA lottery. Fresh, well, maybe, he's a maybe. freshman, and the other kid who's texting him is a senior, junior, or senior. So, according to Miller's attorney, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Miller gave Miles a ride to a Tuscaloosa nightclub on the night of the shooting. Miles brought his handgun, left it hidden under some clothing in the backseat of Miller's car. Miller, quote, never saw the handgun nor handled it, according to his attorney. Miller was already on his way back to the nightclub to pick up Miles, according to his attorney, when Miles texted, Mil at, texted Miller asking him to bring his gun. By then, Miles and his longtime uh, girlfriend, his longtime friend, excuse me, had already encountered Harris and her boyfriend and the disagreement had already been happening. Davis, the purported shooter, danced in front of Harris's black Jeep and tried to get her phone number. That's according to AL.com. Harris's boyfriend told Davis to move on. When Miller arrived at the scene, Miles told Davis where the gun was and that there was a round in the chamber. Minutes later, Davis allegedly shot into the victim's Jeep, striking Harris in the face. Harris's boyfriend uh, also allegedly returned fire and wounded Davis. Everything I just read is the reason why Brandon Miller is being allowed to play and will not be charged with anything because according to the district attorney in Alabama, they have nothing to charge him with, but both Darius miles and Michael Davis have already been charged with capital murder and Miller who was the getaway car, I guess the guy that brought the gun charged with nothing, will not be charged with anything. Alabama decided three hours, three and a half hours before tip-off last night that he will remain on the program. He goes out there, scored 41 points, hits a game-winner in overtime against South Carolina yesterday. Am I missing anything? <laughs> no, those are the facts, and uh, the facts are that he brought a gun to a murder, and, I mean, that used to at least get you, Accessory? you know, suspended from the team. Um, back in the day, uh, you know, I mean, uh, it's pretty eye opening, um, that, that story holds up, um, you know, there, I mean, a woman was murdered by these, these guys just murdered in this. I mean, it's just crazy. It's just, well, uh, here's, here's the most discouraging thing about all this, these young men. And if, if, if you hear this show. If you can hear my voice, play this for any young athlete that you know. You are not a gangster. Okay? Let's be let me be very clear with you. If you're on a D1 scholarship, you're not a thug, bro. Let's just let's just clear the deck. You ain't no need for you to carry guns. Mm -mm. Ain't no need for you to pretend to be tough. You on a D1 scholarship, no matter where you came from in life. We all start somewhere. Wherever you came from, you're not there no more. You're now playing basketball, football, baseball, soccer, hockey, whatever it is. You're now playing for a D1 program on scholarship. Whatever you was where you came from, you don't have to be that no more. Mm -hmm. you, you done with that. You left that life behind. For some reason, these dummies think it's cool to keep that lifestyle 
on a college campus. You're not tough, bro. The kids who are on these college campuses, these ain't gangsters. These are people trying to get educations. And you bring this, this low-level lifestyle to a place where it ain't it don't need to be. So these yeah. two young men should be examples, period, for all athletes. You ain't gangster. These young men who are now going to spend the rest of their life in prison for capital murder deserve it. And let this be a lesson to people. All it takes is one stupid thing to be around one stupid person. Because if Miller would have been in a different state, in Illinois, for, for example, just being with these people could have got him in jail. That's it. I don't know the extent of it in California, but I know in Illinois, because I'm from Chicago, as we all know, being with people, because this would be considered gang activity, being with people, you go to jail too. Yeah. Because that's how they get down. So this, so Miller dodged the bullet. And I hope that other young men, I hope that other young athletes find this story. That ain't you, bro. That ain't why you need to, why do you feel you need to carry a gun to begin with? You on a college campus. Well, your life ain't in danger, bro. At all. Zero. None. None. Yeah. And, you know, obviously there's a timeline of events where district attorneys and prosecutors can monitor when the text message happened, when a shooting happened, when all this happened. You can, but it just seems really odd to me that they're just going to go with Miller had no idea there was a gun in his car and Miller had no idea he was bringing a gun to a fight. You know, like that just seems uh, some rich, got some rich boosters down there in Alabama. Really, really odd to me that this dude brought a gun and that gun ended up killing a 23 year old woman. And he still gets to go and play basketball the next day if or not the next day, but a, you know, it happened in if January. This happened to a, if this happened to an Alabama football player, You'd be hearing the same story. This kid is good. This kid is good. Yeah, I mean, dude, look at the. uh, That's what happens. This is what you think if it was a 19 year old black kid in Alabama that didn't play for any of the schools. I'll do you one better, brother. I I do you. What what do you think? What do you think? You think he'd be off? The kid that's going to jail. The kid that go that's going to prison that played on the team averaged three points. Okay. This well, I kid know. also averaged three points. They both be going to jail. Period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The reason why Miller ain't going to jail because of what he did last night. That's yeah. right. And they're number two in the nation. Correct. And, and without him, they can't be a number final four team. Correct. Of course. So that's, a, what I, a, that's what I mean. It's just like that's that's why the prosecutor was able to figure out that timeline that didn't it didn't. But you know, any other time. Any other kid delivering a a, 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 a weapon in the commission of a, a murder Jail. Jail. <laughs> would have been in charge with text message evidence that he drove the car over. The, like, you would have been charged. This is the kind of stuff that happens a lot with star players. I mean, look at, I don't know if you guys, it's not, it's obviously not, nowhere near as grave, but uh, Georgia's like best linebacker for their football team was uh, charged with like felony like he was racing his car on the freeway and was doing all kinds of crazy stuff on the freeway the day after the championship. And it just came out today. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it just came out today. And it, yeah. so this kind of stuff get a lot of these things, kids get away with things down there because Jason said it, whether you like to hear it or not, 
boosters protect these kids if you're good enough. And Do it people get, and we see it in every single sport, in every single level. If you're good enough, people put up with your stuff. I exactly. just don't know how when you're talking about murder and you're the one that's applied the murder weapon, how this is being Bruh. treated. I just don't understand how this is even how New Mexico let's just State. say like he did. I'm not saying he needs to go to jail, but how are you letting him play basketball right now? New Mexico State had a kid on their New Mexico State had a kid on their roster who murdered somebody <laughs> and quote unquote self-defense. He still played. After that, New Mexico State had a hazing situation that was so bad that they then after the murder of a person canceled the season, no more games, no more playing because the team literally was out of control. Yeah. The difference between Alabama and New Mexico State is Alabama's number two, and New Mexico State is unranked. Yeah, that's the difference. Yeah. That is New Mexico State was number two, and this kid who was hazing this other kid was the was a lottery pick. New Mexico State will be playing basketball tonight. I kind of find it gross too the the takes today from national media saying how. This kid is proving how mentally tough he is. That he's Stop able, it. To, dude. It is gross. Stop it. it mentally is gross. tough. That's disgusting. Your boy Stephen A. today was just like, "That's got to. That's got." I, I don't want to misquote him, but he was one of them. And when you start like, it's going to move him up the draft board, yeah. you know, and knowing that he yeah. was a part of a murder, he yeah. was uh, under a lot of pressure. You know, yeah. you kind of stress like, a nineteen-year-old. He scored forty-one points yeah. while being yeah. chanted, "Lock him up!" Is being chanted at him. You know, like, exactly. He's guilty, 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 board. and he's out there draining buckets. This kid is a trap door you can't exactly. get anything by this I mean, kid he'll be able to break any law once he's a pro because he, we've already seen that he can go through the scrutiny <laughs> you're talking about going to <laughs> going to the garden and, and and on as an as an away team that's not going to affect him this kid just dropped 41 after being an accessory wow. to a murder look, exactly. look, what it, look what look what it did for ray lewis so it's got to help this kid right insane right. in absolutely freaking insane what is happening and honestly wow. i don't think this story is going away i think if it's anything not- People are going to be more outraged as people get catch wind remember, of this thing. The coach doesn't help by saying he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Like, I remember what are you being, doing? I remember being at Ohio State in the early 90s, right after the Jimmy Jackson era, right when he left, and there was a, a rebuild. And, like, one of the players shot out another player's tires of his SUV at, like, their apartment company. And it was, like, huge news. That player got thrown off the team. He ended up having to transfer, sit out. I mean – you know, and that was just because, you know, they got into a squabble and he just went out and popped the dude's tires while his car was parked. I mean, this dude brought a gun to a murder and he went up and put 41 up the next night. Not the next night, obviously. He's definitely a lotto pick now. Wow. It's just times have changed. Like, Crazy. and that, but that goes back to just not really making kids responsible. You know, adults, correct. When kids put adults in ambitious situations, whether it's, correct coaching an AAU team because I want my ambition fulfilled or if it's being a top college coach or program or ranked team or whatever. And it's like, that's what happens, man. And it's a different age where they should have told this kid, you can practice with us. You will keep your scholarship. You will never play in another Alabama basketball game. 
You just can't. We, okay. we can't. We, we can't yeah, have it. Exactly. We can't have it. But we're not going to abandon you, right? We're not going to abandon you. That's the difference. We're going to we're going to help you get through this because this is our responsibility. Just some because counseling. we took you correct. What's but your major? Basketball <laughs> goes, bro. Basketball You're done major. scoring baskets here. Right. Crazy. You're done. Yeah, All right, guys. Well, it is now time for the highlight of the day, man. It's time for the highlight of the day, man. Do you want to get high, man? I'm just really high. All right. Just a few more days for the promo code FLOWERS23. You hear that, Jason? FLOWERS23. That's the promo code ah, for the month good. of Tory in California. Well played, my friend. Holistics. Uh, spend $75 at Tory, California. And put that promo code in. Show them on your phone. If you're in person, they'll give you 20% off. The only place to get 20% off is right here for the great friends. FLOWERS23. All right. Browner, you're going to hate this, but I'm intrigued. Great. I'm genuinely intrigued. Have you heard of Netflix's new show coming out this summer entitled Quarterbacks? No. Okay. What? Good. Netflix had. What, wait, wait. What kind of quarterbacks? College quarterbacks? High school quarterbacks? Pro Netflix quarterbacks? had three quarterbacks with cameras on them, mic'd up for the entire 2022 Ooh. NFL season. Who are Ooh. the quarterbacks? This is an Omaha Productions. This is also a, I guess, Patrick Mahomes also now has a production company. So this is his production company. And they mic'd up Patrick Mahomes. Is Omaha Payne Manning? Yes. Okay. Patrick Mahomes. This Ooh, is where okay. I lose you. Okay. Kirk Cousins. Why? And Marcus Mariota. They will, on, be the Marcus three, they will be the three. It will be the three featured. Netflix is getting into football on Wednesday. The streaming giant announced a new sports docuseries quarterback that will focus on three NFL quarterbacks: Mahomes, Cousins, and Mariota. The series is set to debut this summer. My question is: Who invited Mariota to the party? I mean, yeah, to the hell no, no, that, no. who invited Kirk Cousins? No, Kirk Cousins, top 10 I quarterback want, in the league. Where Mariota, he quit on his team. I want Mariota's agent. I want to hire that guy. Listen, Mariota, man, that Mariota Mar- audio, please. listen, that Mariota audio going to be important. That Mariota audio might be more important than the Patrick Mahomes audio because you need to see how it spiraled out of control. Dude, Mariota quit. Mariota quit, quit. on the Falcons. Tapped out. He said, I don't want to be a backup. Cut me. I, I, I there's gonna be there's gonna be a part of this Mariota this, this Netflix whatever docu series where Mariota just gets up from being interviewed like I'm yeah. done I'm done I'm done. So my biggest concern about this, Kirk Cousins would be the most boring guy. Like Kirk Cousins is vanilla. Kirk Cousins is is white bread. Kirk Cousins it's is gonna be whatever. Kirk Cousins studying film and going to church. Yeah, Kirk Cousins puts foil down on his grill before he grills the steaks. Like that's probably the most interesting thing. My biggest concern about this program. Is how much Brittany and Jackson Mahomes are we getting? Is that why they oh, went God. silent for a whole year? Because they already had cameras following them around, and they're like, "Oh, we good." Oh my God, why would you? Why would you? Why would you hurt the the? Why would you hurt my joy of looking <laughs> forward to this? The, the that is see, my concern, bro. That is my concern. Bro, this is the greatest power you could have watching any Netflix series. You can fast forward through the parts you don't want to see, mm-hmm. and the second that little twerp pops up on the screen, fast forward. The second, the second I see Brittany, fast forward. Yeah. No thanks. Yeah, I know. I, think- I know. I don't know Kirk Cousins' wife or life situation, which I'll watch him. I don't know Mariota's wife or wife situation. It's- I'll watch it, but I know two yeah. people who I don't want to see already on the screen. You know what I'm ready to see with Kirk Cousins? 
Kirk Thuggins on the plane. I want to see like oh. behind the scenes uh, footage of all that stuff. I'm down. Listen, I'm a Vikings fan. I'll tune in. I'll watch. But yeah, I, I I'm very concerned that Jackson Mahomes is going to be on my on my Netflix, and I don't want to see that. I do not uh, want to see that. Mar- they Marcus go home with them? Did yeah, they, go they, followed, with them? they followed him around. It's like I haven't seen a trailer, but yeah, they, I've seen photos, and it's like them with their families, them at home, them doing this. Oh, wow. so. And this guy won the Super Bowl, so this yeah, be... yeah. Mariota oh, will be thing. out week twelve. Kirk Cousins will be out week one of the playoffs, and then Mary, uh, Mahomes gets all the way. So yeah, I think it's I think it's, it's like cool. They, it's like they planned that. That's pretty good. Are That's you saying the NFL scripted? No, I'm just saying if you, if you had a guy, you, this is the football perfect. You had a guy quit, melt mm-hmm. down, quit. Mm-hmm. You had a guy lose in the playoffs. You had a guy so throw a three the, yard pass on when he needed eight yards on the fourth. <laughs> right. You see the pain. Of, you mm-hmm. see the pain of football making you quit. Yeah. You see the pain of football losing, and then you see the joy of winning the Super Bowl. Yep. That's pretty good. I'm in. Uh, Jason, you thank Jackson you. Mahomes. Thank you so much for filling in. Uh, tomorrow night, uh, we got 10 seconds, but tomorrow night, com- uh, t- Comedy Store, go check it out, comedystore.com. Tickets only $25. Go watch Jason. Thank you for filling in. Always appreciate it, Jason. Yeah, man. Always appreciate Always it. Uh, if you're on YouTube or audio, stick around. Radio listeners, tune in as well. Mighty here tonight. All right. Thanks, Jason. Always appreciate it. Yeah, man. Always fun, you know. If you're a chatlin and you're still here, um, make sure you go check out Jason. Uh, yeah. Jason Lawhead, he's yeah. featuring for Steve first of all. Season. First of all, I didn't want to. I didn't want to put you on. I didn't want to put you on the spot while we were doing the show because I'm not that kind of guy. You do that to me all the time. I wouldn't do that to you. But now we're in the extra time. I put the motherfucking Chatlin shirts out. The yeah. Chatlin shirts are in the making. The man, as I always tell y'all, the man be holding a brother in his stylistic art visual clothing line. They be holding me back, Chatlins. I I came through with my end of the motherfucking bargain. I told motherfuckers that shit gonna be popping at three. I gave it to him at two. Cause I had it already. I just wanted him to let him kind of, you know, let the show be over so he can kind of do his other shit. Oh, I sent it to him. But I, I gave it to him. Gave how it do to you him. know that the shirt's not up already? It's just not up right now. But by the time people see the show, how do you know it's not up? I'm talking, listen, listen, you're gonna listen. Look, don't you're do gonna that. Look, don't you're gonna do look that. foolish don't when I hit that. publish right now and it's already up. Listen, man, this is one of my best shirts. I enjoyed making this shirt. I think this is really going to turn out to be good. That's a nice little QR code on there. I really was saving it. I really shirt. was saving it for Scott because it was more of a Scott fit. Mm-hmm. But that's why I didn't bring it up with Jason. Jason knows what the fuck we're talking about. So that's why I didn't bring it up. But yeah, I have the shirt and it's, I texted you this morning. Why are you acting fucking crazy? I texted you this morning. I was like, which I text you design options. What are you talking about? I'm holding they, you down. They don't, they don't know that. They don't yeah. know that. Don't fucking let this man fool you. Don't, I've texted him this morning with multiple options of how do you want the shirt to look, and I and I fucking texted this guy, so he's not gonna throw me into the bus. And you know what? Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm not gonna say, but we'll. The shirt might there be. You go. There the you shirt go. might be. There you go. Jason, you go. thanks again. You're, you you gotta go. Yeah, we man. all gotta go. We all got shit to do. Right, uh, I'll see you guys Monday. Out. I'll be back on Monday. And with Scott you guys. back tomorrow. Peace out.